Well, hello, lovelies. Welcome to my parlor. My name is Virginia Waits. Prepare yourselves for delightfully sexy stories of the manor, a sensual and exciting supernatural haven and adult-only club in the bosom of the home counties. With the help of her father, Lucy has come to the conclusion Josh is somewhat like her, in that the magic he has locked at his core was most likely by design, not accident. Having been apprised of this, the knowledge seems to be hanging heavy on Josh's mind. Hence, Pippa has decided to help him rest and relax as best she can. Don't miss out on all the exciting plot and machinations that come after the sexy werewolf games. Check out this week's book of the episode. It's only 99 little pennies is full of all the wonderful details, and it really helps us keep everything going. Links are at my website, virginiawaits.com, or search for my name, Virginia Waits, at your favorite online retailer, and up it will pop. Welcome to the Manor, Season 1, Episode 10. Sit back, relax, and I shall begin. Pippa led Josh to where she had set up a blanket some cushions, and a couple of bottles of very nice West Country cider, and gently pushed him to sit down while she set her bag to the side. After her shift, she'd slipped on a very simple shift dress. Before she joined Josh on the blanket, she pulled it up and off and dropped it on the grass next to the cider. Smiling, she sat down next to him. She hadn't been wearing a stitch of anything else. Okay, Josh said, eyes running up and down her body. You definitely have my attention. Pippa laughed and leaned in to kiss him on the nose. Before he could respond, she twisted away, picked up the bottles of cider and flicked the caps off with a well-placed claw. As she turned back, she handed him one. Cheers, she said, clinking them together and took a swig. Josh finally smiled properly, shaking his head at her antics. Cheers, he replied and followed suit. That's better, she told him and lay back on her elbows. 
It's a beautiful night. The moon is shining down on us. Just about perfect, I'd say. Well, you're just about perfect, at least, Josh replied. Remind me, what did I do to deserve the notice of someone like you? Well, I could fib and say it was your boyish good looks, but I have to admit it was the way you made me come so hard I saw stars just after we met that first piqued my interest, she said. Josh laughed out loud and almost choked on the mouthful of cider he had just taken. Patting him on the back, Pippa laughed along. Joshua, she said, repossessing the cider bottle. You're wearing far too many clothes. He looked down at himself as if considering that. Are you sure, he asked, clearly getting into the spirit of things. Well, she said, while there is something to be said for hot and heavy, a fuck me like we're so desperate there's no time to strip, I'm not in the mood for fabric burn today. So on consideration, yes. Josh pretended to think about that for a few more moments. You could be right, he agreed, and very efficiently pulled his shirt from his jeans and whipped it over his head. The rest of his clothes followed in quick succession. Much better, Pippa said, running her eyes over his body, just the way he had hers. She handed him back his cider and patted the blanket next to her, admiring the way his darker skin contrasted with hers. She smiled and put her head on his shoulder. I could get used to this she said, soaking in his body heat and his masculine scent. I already have, he replied, and she shifted her head to look at him. Pippa had not intended this to be anything but a way to get Josh to relax, but she realised the moment was upon them nevertheless. They hadn't had a serious discussion directly about what was between them since that first evening. I could be falling in love with you, she said. Josh was silent for a few heartbeats, before giving her a soft smile. Yeah, me too, he replied. It wasn't quite a declaration of undying devotion, but it was what needed to be said. It confirmed everything that had been going on between them. Pippa wasn't quite brave enough to admit out loud there was not really any could about it, because that felt reckless and too fast. But inside she was pretty damn sure. She glanced up at the moon. In the old traditions, the moon was the goddess of the walls. As a child, she had never questioned her beliefs, but her experiences as a teenager had shaken any faith she might have had. However, she couldn't help hoping the moon was looking down and giving her blessing. Tell me about your day, she said, putting a head back on his shoulder. 
How did you convince our glorious Alpha to let you actually work behind the bar today? He was looking very dubious this morning. I told him I had some things to think through, but I needed something to take my mind off them for a while and that he was likely to find a rut in the floor of the pack house if he didn't give me something to do, Josh replied. And, for the record, I only messed up one order. Jerry gave me such a disappointed look I was on point the rest of the day. Really? Pippa asked. Well, that and it's the weekend, so he really needed the help and Art came down with food poisoning this morning, he told her with a laugh. Art was one of the part-time staff from the village and helped in the bar during the afternoon shift at the weekends. Yeah, that would do it, Pippa said, laughing along. How was the restaurant today? Josh asked, and she could feel him beginning to relax beside her. Bonkers, she replied, but it always is on Saturday and Sunday. At least tomorrow we have the carvery plates. Lots of covers, but so much easier. And they continued to chat about nothing while they drank their cider and simply enjoyed being together. Not that Pippa hadn't noticed Josh's hard-on that showed no indications of going away, even though they were talking about mundane things. Not that she blamed him. She had her own tingles going on every time she looked at his lovely body. Had enough of the small talk? she finally asked, when her libido had had enough of waiting around. Thank fuck. Josh said, and immediately put his cider down and turned to her. Oh no, Pippa said, discarding her own bottle with a grin and pushing him onto his back. I have plans. She swung her leg over his torso and sat on him, leaning down to claim his lips with her own. It wasn't like he couldn't simply lift her up probably with one hand if he wanted to, but Josh relaxed underneath her, smiling into the kiss. He tasted of cider and she wanted to kiss him forever, but that would have been detrimental to her other ideas. They kissed lazily for a while as Pippa enjoyed the feel of skin on skin and lips on lips, and Josh let her lead. She liked that he was willing to be on either side of the relationship. Some male werewolves could be a little overbearing, especially ones with alpha leanings, and no matter what he might think, she was sure Josh had alpha leanings. Eventually, she forced herself to enact the next stage of her plan. Breaking the kiss, she sat up, shimmying down Josh's body, licking and nipping at everything she could reach as she did. Sometimes it sucked being small, because it made her progress harder than it could have been. However, at least it meant she wasn't about to squash Josh if she slipped. Josh made a small humming noise of enjoyment as she brushed over his cock. Plans, 
she muttered to herself when the idea of simply grabbing a condom, rolling it on and sinking down on Josh bubbled through her head. Banishing the traitorous new ideas, she shimmied further down so she was sitting over his legs. Those strong, shapely legs that could hold him firm without a twitch, even when she climbed him like a tree. However, she had other goals today. Giving him a coy little smile, she completely blew it away by licking her lips and letting her eyes linger on his cock. I've been tasting things all day, she said, flashing her eyes at him. But I've been daydreaming about only one. She didn't give him a chance to reply, and she bent down and ran her tongue up the underside of his dick, flicking the head with her tongue before immediately parting her lips and sliding them either side of it with slow satisfaction. She tasted salt and man and wolf and swirled her tongue around to get as much of the taste as possible. Shit, Josh said, and she could see his fingers clenching the blanket as she bobbed her head. She would have made a witty comeback, but she was busy. As she may have commented on several occasions, Josh had a great cock, and she was thoroughly enjoying sucking it. Making sure her lips were over her teeth, she made a little O shape and moved her head and her tongue in tandem. The slightly strangled noise Josh made was so worth the effort. She wasn't exactly practiced at blowjobs, but she had a few ideas, so she set about trying them. Josh was delightfully vocal as she sucked, licked, and ever so gently nibbled her way up and down his lovely dick. She was enjoying herself so much she totally forgot she had a plan at all, until Josh tapped her on the shoulder while breathlessly panting. Reluctantly, she pulled off, licking down his slit for good measure. He groaned and collapsed back onto the blankets from where he had been propped up on his elbows. Okay? she asked. He chuckled once. Not just okay, he said, but I didn't want to go off yet. Tonight I may only have one in me. Well, you have been quite busy lately, she acknowledged with a grin. So what's next in your plan, he asked. That's easy, she said, reaching over to her bag and pulling out a condom. You're going to... She ripped open the pack and rolled it onto Josh's cock, enjoying the catch of breath this caused him. Fuck me doggy style. Shouldn't that be wolfy style, he asked with a smirk. Well, I was going to say that, but it sounded too corny. 
she replied as she climbed off his legs. But if that turns you on, wolf boy, I can live with it. Josh laughed and climbed to push himself to his knees. It seems unfair that you have got me so nice and ready, but I haven't done anything for you yet, he said, brushing the tips of his fingers over her breast. Oh, I've been thinking about this for an hour now, she replied and wiggled her eyebrows. I'm more than ready. Wet and warm and totally ready for you. Fuck, he said. If you keep talking like that, I'm going to go off anyway. Pippa laughed and made herself comfortable on her hands and knees, giving Josh a quick glance as he moved in behind her. He placed a kiss on her back, running his fingers down over her skin. She shivered. His touch was so light. So gentle, and it made parts of her tremble. The primal part of her wanted him so badly it was clawing at her human shell. It wasn't even full moon, but her wolf was basking in the moonlight, begging to be fucked. As he pushed in, opening her up, she gasped, she had come to appreciate he was well endowed, but this way he felt somehow larger. The stretch ached as he filled her entrance and stilled, only just in her. You feel tight, he said, voice taut. Fuck, so tight. Is this okay? She hummed. She wasn't quite sure. The angle, she said as she adjusted, moving onto her elbows instead of her hands. He slid further in with virtually no pressure, filling her in the best way possible. Much better, she decided, and took matters into her own hands, pushing back on his cock and taking him as far in as she could. Josh made a low, guttural sound of appreciation as his cock slid against her insides in the most delicious way that had her answering back in equally insensible moans. They should have tried this position ages ago. She pulled off away and pushed back again, swallowing his hard cock with her wet pussy and moaning all over again. There was something about having sex this way, under the moon, that really turned her on. Maybe it was a throwback to her upbringing, since it had been something of a forbidden tradition for wolves who had attained their wolf shape to find themselves a partner and have sex wolf-style with the moon high in the sky. She'd never had a chance, and had never wanted to reenact such rites of passage with anyone before. But she wanted to with Josh. He felt so good inside her. Her pussy pulsed with pleasure. Josh held her hip 
lips in a gentle grip, letting her decide how much was too much as she pulled forward and pushed back, becoming bolder with each stroke. She was so damn wet it was a glide every time. You can, she said breathlessly, but ran out of words as she slid home again and moaned instead. As she went to move again, however, Josh took the hint and pulled out at the same time. They came back together, gently but firmly, and she rolled her hips a little. Keep doing that and I make no promises about how long I can keep going, Josh said with a breathless little laugh. Then show me what you've got, Joshua, she said, doing her best to sound in control and authoritative. As you wish, he replied. Did you just quote was as far as she got before he did as she had asked and she gave up trying to talk. He started long and slow, and filled her every time, and she moaned to make sure he knew just how much she was appreciating it. However, as he increased in pace, he didn't go quite as deep holding off with a control she appreciated but wasn't sure she wanted right about then. When she pushed back as well, he took the hint, going deeper again, although not quite as deep as to begin with. Each thrust pushed her on as his cock slid over her G-spot and he filled her, making her wetter and wetter. Her nerves lit up and she felt a primal need building within her. She could have come so easily as her clit pulsed, but other needs were calling to her as well. The sex was good, but there was something underlying it as well, something supernatural. It was as if she wanted to show herself off to Josh, to reveal all she was as they moved together in sensual harmony. Each time they came together, the need increased. Finally, Pippa couldn't contain it any more, and she let her wolf out to play. She'd never done this before during sex, never wanted to, but right then, under the moon, she had to. Claws erupted from her fingertips, fur burst down her spine, her facial features shifted, teeth growing pointed, and her senses sharpened. Holy fuck, Josh said, Pace stuttering as she sensed and felt his body changing in answer to her. He went to stop, but she pushed back against him. Don't stop, she urged, feeling her body react with primal need. Most of the time they looked human on the outside, but they weren't. They were wolves and the animals sometimes won out. Pip, please, she said. Josh leant over her, planting his arms on the blanket either side of her and burying his nose in the hair on the back of her neck. Only then did he move his hips, thrusting into her. 
She cried out, and he stilled instantly. I can't, he said. You can, she all but growled back. It had hurt. He was big and he was strong, but she was strong too. Wolves were used to pain. It was part of who they were, and for some reason she couldn't remotely fathom. She needed that edge tonight. I'm a fucking wolf, just like you. I won't break. She squeezed him to make her point. He whined in the back of his throat, a thoroughly animal sound. Please, she begged. He moved his hips as she spread herself open for him, and he rammed home. Yes, she said, pushing back against him. He thrust again and again, getting back into his rhythm, and Pippa felt her body loosening even more, welcoming every intrusion as moonlight tickled her skin. It was not gentle. But it was amazing, and she growled as her wolf silently howled in approval. She could feel him physically and on a supernatural level, and she let him in. Pressure was building in her pussy and around her clit, even though she hadn't remotely touched that part of her body yet. As Josh opened her and filled her over and over again, her body burned to come. When sharp teeth touched the back of her neck through the stripe of fur lining her spine, that was it. She came with a long, low moan that became short, sharp gasps as she shuddered around Josh's cock, pleasure emanating from her core all over her body. Josh didn't stop. Fucking her through her orgasm in ragged strokes until he thrust into her hard one more time, growling her name into the back of her neck as he shook inside her. He clung to her, one of his arms winding around her and holding them together as they both trembled, breathing hard. It was as if he never wanted to let her go, and she reveled in it. Eventually, however, they both began to come down from the high. Holy crap, Josh said as he carefully released her. Uh-huh, was the best she could manage in response. They were still very much joined together, and she was beginning to feel the burn of what they had been doing. Josh was incredibly careful as he very slowly pulled out, but without the sexual high she couldn't stop the little wince. Shit, I hurt you, he said, sounding utterly devastated. She turned to him as quickly as she could given the circumstances, putting her wolfy side back to bed and grabbed his face in both hands. No, she told him, looking him directly in the eyes. You didn't. But, no buts, she said. You did nothing I didn't ask for. Werewolf, remember? So I'm a bit bruised, but give me a minute and I'll be fine. He looked at her, eyes still golden, features still shifted. But slowly everything faded back to his human side. 
You're sure you're okay? he asked. Okay. Fuck, am I so much better than okay? she said and planted a kiss on his lips. Not saying we should go this route every time, but hell if I'm going to object every once in a while. I came so hard I'm tingling all over. That made him smile at least. All over, he asked. Perhaps I should verify that? When he descended on her with kisses, she squealed and tried to get away, laughing the whole time. They made it back to the pack house half an hour later, carrying their clothes with all their rubbish in Pippa's little bag. Neither of them had wanted to bother redressing just to undress again and go to sleep. It wasn't as if a couple of naked werewolves was anything new when it came to the manor. The pack house was dark as they walked in, everyone else being asleep and Pippa led Josh to her bed. She wondered if it counted as their bed now, since Josh seemed to end up there most nights. Such a delightful couple, don't you think? Ah, but there are struggles ahead of them. The exciting story continues in this week's e-book. Josh's uncle has tried the brute force attack, but he's not beyond a more delicate approach that can only mean trouble and pain for all concerned. Links are at virginiawaits.com to show our appreciation and so you can see how the podcast and ebooks differ. The book of episode one is permanently free for everyone. Next week comes episode eleven, Searching for a Mate. Josh is missing, and it will take the combined powers of those at the manor to find him. Subscribe so you never miss one of our episodes. It would make me so very happy. Only two left to go now before the thrilling conclusion of season one. Until next time, lovelies, stay naughty and be safe. Music from filmmusic.io Moonlight Hall by Kevin MacLeod Incomtech.com License CC by creativecommons.org